From Calvary Church of Santa Ana, this is the Calvary Life Podcast, the show where we share stories, laugh together, and have discussions about faith, life, and God with people from Calvary Church. Here are your hosts, Eric and Matt. Welcome to the Calvary Life Podcast. This is Eric Wakeling here with Matt Doan. How are you, Matt? Doing really good on this post-Easter edition of the podcast. Yeah. You! We did it. Woo! <laughs> My... Uh... My son Samuel had this like epiphany yesterday. He goes, Dad, Easter's like the Super Bowl for church. (laughs) (laughs) It is, though, basically, especially for us as uh, pastor types, too. And uh, we have to, we sort of gear up for it like you would the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then I think people uh, eat chips and dip in the audience. Uh, (laughs) No, just kidding. (laughs) Can you imagine if people came to church and they brought snacks? Not a bad idea. I know. I don't know if that would be... How annoying would the rustling of a chip bag, though, be in the crunching yeah, of maybe. a person? Maybe, but I wonder if, like, people would share. Would they share snacks? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, COVID yeah. world, maybe not. Oh, that's true. But maybe, uh, but oh, yeah, we could sell snacks. Like, we could have people walking through the aisles <laughs> with, think, like, the... I think Jesus turns some Peanuts, tape. yeah, peanuts. <laughs> Anybody want your peanuts, yeah? Think... And then tossing them. Oh yeah. Oh no, this is totally wrong. Like I'm not saying it's a it's a holy thing or <laughs> a biblical thing. <laughs> yeah, snacks would be interesting though, I think. Yeah. Um so yeah, snacks like the Super Bowl. My wife, when our kids were little, used to use open her like, you know, purse or yeah. baby bag, and there'd be all kinds of snacks in there. Just awesome options too. Yes. Would you how often would you raid that? I was very tempted to get some Cheerios from, <laughs> from that bag from time to time. I know I loved having Cheerios all the time because yeah. I would definitely snack on those little Cheerios. Oh, but amazing. Well, when your youngest is 14, you don't really carry <laughs> around little a, Ziplocs of Cheerios. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Easter was this yeah. last weekend mm-hmm. and it was amazing. We had an amazing day. I felt like just like kind of buzzed from it all. Like yeah. it was just so cool to be um I don't know, just felt like so good to have like people there Mm -hmm. just that little bit more energy Mm -hmm. and because candidly you know it's been since covid and and really with every pastor pretty much every pastor i've talked to since covid most churches are like 60 percent of the amount of people showing up in person right and i think that's probably like how we were pretty consistent how we are um something like that of where we were and it's like ah 60 percent of of what, of, we, of, of what? Well, pre-COVID, right? Pre-COVID, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Are like showing up in person. Mm-hmm. We're still get, we're getting like tons more people online than we used to, mm-hmm. and and even like the people outside. Like even I guess there was like a couple hundred people sitting outside on Easter Sunday. Yeah, even which is it was like, really nice yesterday. Yeah. yeah, that's true. It was a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. But like I think like we long for that yeah. like passionate expression of a room yeah. full of people like that. And it's yeah, fun. There's, there's I mean the yeah. worship center is a blessing. We get to do a lot with the worship center here at Calvary. It was hosting events for the community, concerts, that type of thing. But yeah, it is exciting when you look out and the room is full and people are ready to be there and celebrate. Yeah, exactly. But it's also obviously too, it's like such a great day. It's, yeah. it's the message is so yeah. incredible what we are there to celebrate. And yeah. uh, it was fun. We had a, just had a good time too, just like high energy. Well, good, what's it like for fun. you? Because this is your fifth Easter, I think, that you've preached at here at Calvary. Oh, yeah, is maybe. that about accurate? Yeah, maybe fourth. I can't remember if it's uh-huh. fourth or fifth, something like that, though. Yeah. Right. So how how is how is your gearing up for that message been? Your it, it obviously it's evangelistic because you have people that are bringing their friends. Yeah. You also have a kind of sense that there's people who maybe are disappointed or discouraged in their faith who end up showing up. Right. Lot, uh, the point is you have a lot of different audiences to address. You do have a lot. Of, yeah. That's actually a really good, a uh, good question. Cause, and, and this year it was like, we did have this, so there's usually a theme. So I guess people like, we try to connect some sort of like theming to it. So like the theme this year is good news of great joy, mm-hmm. which is like sort of a theme and sort of a non theme mm-hmm. at the same time. Like it's an interesting one. Like last year it was this whole garden to garden thing. And yeah. so I was like, and we actually had had that as an idea, like a year before, like two years before for the COVID year. (laughs) And we were going to, we were like, Oh no, let's not use that one for COVID. We'll just kind of preach like a regular message. So yeah. Cause you even alluded to it on Sunday, but it was like that a couple years ago was that where it was like me, you and like a a worship band and a tech crew. It was the craziest (laughs) feeling pulling up to Easter Sunday about 30 minutes before the service yeah, and the parking lot's empty, empty parking in the front row. Right. And then leaving (laughs) right after we say amen. (laughs) 
yeah. and going to an empty parking lot and going home. It was because no one could be here, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was wild. So no sunrise service because of that too. And so, you know, it was uh, obviously very uh, easy at some level for us, <laughs> but um, but it's not what we, we don't long for easy. No. We, we long for everybody to have that experience. But um, But yeah, so like, anyway, thinking about preaching with this year's too, like I was kind of at first when I was prepping it, I was like, man, I don't know. Like I, I knew I wanted to do the Matthew account because mm-hmm. we had done the um, Mark. We did like a Mark series. Yeah. We're planning to do a Luke series. Right. And so I, mean, I think, thought we had looked at the John account recently mm-hmm. as well. And I was like, okay, I want to look at the Matthew account. Since, yeah. Because like, all four gospels talk about the resurrection. Yeah, exactly. They all talk mm-hmm. about the resurrection and they all just have as any four people watching an event, the same event happen. Let's say if four people are watching or hearing about the same event, they're all going to be looking at it with just a different set of eyes. Yeah. They pick out different nuances, facts. Yeah. Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. And so there's no, like one is more true or less true. And there's no like things that go against one another. It's just the different, like a different perspective on the same event. And, um, so it was cool. Like I, I actually really like the Matthew account. I like, do too. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was, I really enjoy it. It's like even the Matthew account of the, um, we kind of talked about this last week, but the Matthew account of Good Friday yeah. has got all the crazy stuff of like the people coming out of the tombs and all mm-hmm. that. And I alluded to that on Good Friday, actually, of just like, I, I talked <laughs> about my DVR thing. I talked about my DVR <laughs> thing on Good Friday. Um, and so that was kind of funny to like talk about the thing right. of one that. People were like, yeah, I want that too. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but then the, so I was kind of like wondering, like, how's this going to come around, like this whole thing? And like sort of honestly, uniquely, I read the entire chapter of Matthew mm. 28, like just in the service, which is kind of long, like 20 yeah. verses, but it feels it like a feel compelling like story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm glad it didn't feel that to me. And I can get sort of bored easy. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like <laughs> I get bored pretty easy. And so I feel like I'm like a little bit of a good filter, hopefully for mm-hmm. like if something's too long, but right. I, I get bored easy, but I also kind of can like nerd out on Bible stuff. Right. But, um. I did just love these little phrases that I feel like stood out to me, especially that one of just as he said. Um, I love that notion of, hey, all this happened just the way Jesus said would happen. Right. And that like that sense of like we can trust and believe in what Jesus says he will do. He will do. Mm -hmm. That feels really important to me. It does. For both the skeptic and the saint. Right. Those that are kind of like, can I really trust this? claim of Jesus. And then the person who maybe just walked a long time with the Lord, but has maybe faced some disappointing circumstances recently. Yeah. I thought that spoke to both. Yeah. You, yeah. You nailed it, my brother. Oh, I loved you, it. You, I loved you. it. And, um, yeah, the, keep going. No, no. And that's just what I like. I think like to trying to speak to those, cause you always know there's all these people who I jokingly say, like got dragged to church that day, <laughs> you know, and then like might be dicked by their mom. Let's mm-hmm. say even like an adult son, brought to church by his mom. Cause like, honey, I just want you to come to church with me. And then we're going to have brunch afterwards. Just come. And it's like, okay, mom. And it's like, cool. But that person maybe is never going to church or I always see people on Easter that I never see all year. And sometimes it's because of a family connection and they might be going somewhere else. They're in town. Yeah. 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 But, um, but yeah, you just know that there's like some people with that. And like, I just also know that there's gotta be some of those people with like the doubt with doubts mm-hmm. and that are struggling and that might even just be kind of Christmas Easter attenders mm-hmm. and they come just cause they feel like it's something they're supposed to do, but I don't know if I really believe all this. Yeah, so they I have tr- got an yeah. arm's length in a sense. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So that was why really trying to like speak into the person yeah. that's struggling with doubt also right. a little bit. That's what's so great about Matthew 28. It has all of that, right? It has yes. these, the women that see the empty tomb and they're filled with fear, but also joy and confidence. Yeah. And then you have Jesus appearing and some of the disciples like, eh, yeah. really? I don't know. Can was that, was that really him? The risen savior <laughs> yeah. appears before you in the flesh. Right. Has, and it may be that, and they still doubt it was just his way of like talking about Thomas is kind of like maybe what I think. Maybe honing in on him. It could be honing in on him without like telling the whole story, hmm. which is interesting because he's just like, and some of them still doubted. And that's all he says, but it's like the whole story. Cause that's kind of where that story takes place. Yeah. Right. Where Thomas yeah. would have like said, let me see your hands and feet. And, right. And it took that much. And then they though believed, mm-hmm. but it's wild that you could like see Jesus in the flesh and be like, ah, eh, I don't know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's crazy. There's still an element of faith, right? Yes. Even in the scene. Yes, uh, exactly. Huh. 
So yeah, that part was cool to me. Um, I know we're not just, I mean, we're doing a little debriefy kind of yeah, stuff. There was, but, there was something too that you said yesterday that really hit me. It was the, the angel account in Matthew 28, which is so good as well. So the, the angel proclaims, you know, that Jesus is not here. Yeah. And then you referenced back to, I think it was Luke two or the, angel proclaims that Jesus is now here. The manual has come, yes, come into yes. our world, God with us. And so just those juxtapositions of those two, right? Yeah. Jesus is here. Christmas. Yep. Jesus is not here. Easter. Yeah. That was like <laughs> getting me. And that's, and that's what, you know, sometimes we, I think when you're preaching or when you come to an Easter service, you're like, I already know this story. This yep. is a familiar story. I've been a believer for boy, probably 40 years now. And right. it's like, okay, I've, I've experienced Easter many, many, many times. <laughs> exactly. And yet it's so encouraging, exciting when you hear something like that and you're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, God had all those details set in motion. Yeah, exactly. The here, not here part was powerful. Oh, that's good. That makes me happy. And I didn't even find that. Like that was uh -huh. actually something, like it wasn't just a quote I found. Yeah. Like I actually felt like I might have made that up. That's great. <laughs> Which made me happy because I feel like those are always like, I don't know how people make up these quotes. <laughs> <laughs> We follow this guy, Matt Smethurst, or however yeah. you say his name. But he's, he's such a wordsmith. He, yeah, and he's always like going for it with these quotes. And I feel like it, in my opinion, it's like two out of 10 are good. Yeah. But he's like, you got a swing to hit. Yeah. You know, you yep. got a swing. That was a good one. That was really good. <laughs> Jesus is here. <sighs> Jesus is not here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, celebrate yeah, Christmas yeah. and Easter. Yeah, good news because Jesus is here. Great joy because yeah. he isn't here. Yeah. So, yeah, well done and just preparing for the skeptic, oh, the. Yeah. The saint, I call it the saint, would be like something, a you know, long-time Christian. Yeah. And kind of everyone in between. Um, and then the worship was so powerful, too. Yeah, Just really getting was. to sing together. Both, we, you know, for those of you that were here at the, the sunrise service, some about just the faithful that come in early in the morning with our blankets and mm -hmm. our coffee, and that's pretty special. And then and then just having that full room um, for 9 a.m., too. Yeah, it was awesome. It wasn't actually that cold at sunrise. I was... I had my, uh, I had my like fuzzy, I have a jean jacket. You know, I always wear a black <laughs> jean jacket. Yes. I've got one that has like the black, like a uh, little like sheep sheepskin skin, yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> and uh, I was going to wear that because it was going to be, because the year before it was like super chilly when right. we were out there. And then it, I was like, nah, it was too hot. So I took that off and wore my regular one. Mm -hmm. So just if everyone's curious about the black jean jacket well, situation here. You do <laughs> <laughs> well, listener Ben actually wrote in to oh. the podcast and um, Ben wrote, what would you have done if it rained for the sunrise service? Ooh, that's an excellent question. I think uh, we would have had to suffer. Just suffer. <laughs> Just let it rain on your face. Just identify with the, the crucified Christ. Yeah, identify. <laughs> exactly. identify, And just let the rain fall. No. <laughs> Because the rain brings new life. Um, I'm getting out my... Actually, yeah, you're... you're As we're speaking... I'm getting out my computer. I'm opening getting my backpack. backpack. I'm trying to get my computer out. I feel out. like you could be either pulling out a gun right now or... Oh, okay, it's your laptop. It's my laptop because I want to check, even right now in the pod, <laughs> if anybody... This is live, you guys. <laughs> we right. do a lot of pre-production for this podcast, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I want to check if anybody... If anybody's emailed us. That As you're looking at that, too, that's yes. one of the number one questions I do get from our friends and family, um, when they hear about this podcast, they say, well, how much do you prepare? The way they ask that question though, makes me think that they're already answering that question yeah. by their question. Yeah. I, <laughs> they, they, they know that we don't prepare. <laughs> well, we prepare in other ways. Yes. So our lifestyles are preparation. Yes. Yeah. I live a life of prayer without ceasing. First of all, okay. as Jesus commands. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sec, no lightning. I'm yeah. looking up yeah, at the yeah, sky yeah, right yeah. now. Prayer without ceasing. Uh, secondly is... Suckily? Suckily, <laughs> like I just, I'm terrible. Uh, no. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm pretty much reading the Bible always as well. I have okay. a, I have an AirPod in that you can't see normally. Constantly. But it just has a constant audio Bible going. Interesting. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. Um, so that's why I have about three-fourths of the Bible memorized. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh -huh. Second Chronicles uh, 11, what's it say? Yeah, it says, thus saith the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is how it usually goes. Eric will text me Monday morning. Hey, let's talk about this, this, and this. And then I usually give an emoji thumbs up. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but, but, dude, baptisms was the other. Wasn't that fun? Epic thing. Yes. So whatever that was, like 12 people or something yeah. like that, yeah. uh, maybe 15. I can't remember exactly because I was just like, wow, this is amazing. Kept coming. Kept yeah. coming. Yeah. And 
um, I, I like, first of all, like you gave me props about sermon stuff, but like you did a great job of leading that time Thank and you. like helping people. Cause it's like people don't, you get in front of a room like that. It's scary. Yeah. It's a super scary thing and you can't really hear yourself that well. Yeah. So you go to talk and it's like kind of echoey. Yeah. You're standing in water. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you that have been baptized uh, in a church setting, it's so it can be, be a weird feeling, right? Yeah. From the very reasons you just said, you're sitting in <laughs> lukewarm water up to your waist. Although it was cold yesterday. At 8 a.m., the water was warm. I think they had warmed it. But from 8 to whatever time we got in there. Really? It had chilled and it was chilly. It felt, because my, I only oh, had no. my. Oh, here we have some corrections and retractions Only right my now. hands were in the water, okay? <laughs> and I was like holding people's hands when they came over to like talk to me afterwards. And they, it felt warm to me. I feel like you guys were all kind of complaining too much. <laughs> He's calling us weak. All right. Whatever you want to call it. Everyone that got in was like, whoo. Yeah, you're right. How so, soon did you get used to it, though? You were used to it pretty quick, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Once I was in. Do was you good. know about how you basically ruined the entire drum set? <laughs> <laughs> no, tell me. Did what you happened? not see one of the taller guys? Yeah. Um, so we dunked him spray to the you drums. You dunked him and it just... It wasn't a spray. It was a it was tidal like sh- wave. Shamu. It, it was, was like, like yes. First three rows at SeaWorld. It was splash zone. Oh, how funny. And it got all over the like the thing that like because those are electronic drums. Right. Just so everyone knows that we have there. And it has this whole like kind of almost looks like the sound like a soundboard. <laughs> like even the soundboard we're using now, which yeah. is not that big. It's like two foot by one foot or something like that. Big. But it was kind of it's like the thing with all the dials. Oh, and no. it just went all over it like massive amount of water so question i mean they played drums but then it worked it did work yes it worked in the second set of at that last song it worked so i was like so that will be a note for next year we move the drums away from the pool thankfully (laughs) the person that's in charge of the drums and the one that would be mad about the drums getting wet is the one that set up the pool okay (laughs) so there's like you know, nobody can be mad at anybody. Right. <laughs> you probably didn't expect us to dunk though that side or like facing that way. I do wonder if that person would have like a critique of yes. like your okay. baptism so style. We're getting in the weed. We're getting the weeds and all that stuff. But I'm right-handed, so I needed to baptize right-handed. So I needed to um, pull them down oh, yeah. on my right side. I have to tell you though, speaking of being weak with the cold water, my arm like is so sore today. Oh, like it is like sore. Like you know, like when you've Either yeah. lifted something or, or like when you first have kids and you hold a baby yeah. for too long. <laughs> yeah, that's totally it. <laughs> so I have a little, uh, I might file a workers comp. Oh, um, workers comp. With you today. Okay. Okay. With that. But what but. if it's actually like a worker's <laughs> benefit because now you're buffer than you were before? No, I don't think that's it. I, don't, I can't straighten my arm. I can't, right? But no, props to all those that courageously stood there in the water proclaiming their faith on baptism on, on, on Easter Sunday. It was, yeah, it was so cool and just really proud of everyone that, that went for it on that. Yeah. And there's gonna be more, we'll have more opportunities to do baptism. So if you haven't been baptized, yep. prayerfully consider it. Yep. We, I think we just even decided today that it's going to be at the beach mm-hmm. on September 11th. Yep. Yeah. So, um, That's our next in one. the late afternoon will be our next opportunity for baptism. Yep. Okay, let's not move on from uh, this. You tried to move on to serious parts about that too fast. Um, <laughs> oh, you want to get into technique? Of yeah, baptism? yeah, because I think I'm more, I agree. I would need to do it the other way. Left? Yeah, I go, yeah. So the way you are baptizing people with your <laughs> right hand has to pull them back up. Yep. Right? And I think my left hand pulling them back up feels more natural to me. Oh, really? Even but though, I'm, right, even right-handed. though I'm right-handed, but I like the... Do you do the thing where you make the people hold their nose and then hold their yeah, forearm? So, okay. I'm a stickler about this. So that's my issue is I, <laughs> I tell everybody, hey, here's the best way is I need to have a handle. Yes. When I'm, <laughs> do you think anyone cares about this? Yes. This is interesting stuff for the okay. people. The people like this stuff. So I need a handle because the water is not super high. So right, right. I need some leverage to get you down and to get you up. Yeah. But about half the people um, typically forget that. And that included yesterday. So yep. I'm just kind of grabbing their limp wrist as they're going down. or <laughs> That's the wrong way to say it. Uh, there's no, uh, how do I, how do I phrase this? Um, I don't, I, I can't hold on to anything. So I'm just holding onto their back. Right. Or you're holding onto their arm. That's not connected. Yes. That's what and I'm it's saying. It's just like, then you're just pulling their arm. Yeah. 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 Cause I love, I love when you get a good, <laughs> 
nose plug <laughs> with the left hand, and then they grab their wrist oh, with the other hand, funny. and then it gives you that handle to hold on to, right. and you can shove them down if you have to, because a lot of people try to fight you. You know, <laughs> there's a couple people on our staff that baptize violently. Like yeah, they, yes. John Sherman, oh, Pastor yes, John Sherman, yes. an incredible shepherd here at Calvary. I just love him. He so incredibly served so many people but yeah he slams you yeah yeah. you get baptized by john hold your breath i feel like someone told me last time i was a little overly aggressive (laughs) to the beach that i was too pushed because well we had waves there that was the issue i was was scared waves last time we did that big waves and then like you have some person out there that's scared of the water yeah and then i'm trying to like you're watching the sets coming in (laughs) and trying to dunk them before they just come up and get, you don't want to have them come up and then get blown out or right. like, you know, and then they're all embarrassed. There's or this kind of really cool moment. photo that um, John Smalling, one of the pastors here, yes. baptized his own son. And yes. it, was, it was, he was baptized right as the wave is crested. Yes. I mean, this is an incredible scene. It but incredible. Yeah. It's a beautiful picture. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, these are all techniques or fun things, but yes. I mean, baptisms are super holy oh, and special. No, go. I'm trying here to pull it back because it, what a, don't you feel like, who are we? That we get to do any of this stuff. Absolutely. It's yeah. crazy. You're telling absolutely truthful things. This is this is good. <laughs> Eric wants to play. He wants to play some more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but it is. But so here's what I think though, too. The technique uh-huh. avoids the distractions oh. that can take away from the holy moment. True. That's my opinion about the technique. True. Now, that doesn't mean you can't baptize someone, because I feel like I remember I baptized somebody at, at the beach. Uh, in Israel, uh, yeah. you know, recently that oh, like yeah. didn't, that didn't like, that left the loose Adhere. arm, uh-huh. the loose arm situation. Yeah, that's a better word than limp, <laughs> limp wrist. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, <laughs> you can get canceled or whatever. Uh, yeah. Loose arm. That's, yes. That's the yes. term I'm looking for. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, it's a, yeah, you, you, you can still get it done, mm-hmm. but do you notice how people kind of like a lot of times I feel like they've, I think it's like a natural like survival instinct mm-hmm. to not be dunked, especially backwards. Yeah, it's a weird feeling. Like yeah. it's a fight or flight kind of, right? you know. You get all stiff. <laughs> yeah, you, you get, get all stiff. rigid. Yeah. And so sometimes it feels <laughs> like you have to like kind of really push them down. <laughs> you don't like talking about this. No, but that's I, don't think, I don't think that's true. I think they just go like once gravity takes its work. No, 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 no. no I, I think don't you're think slamming them. You're slamming them. You're going baboosh. <laughs> I am going baboosh because I don't like if like their nose, like the tip of their nose doesn't get submerged. Okay. Question. Do, do the bottom of their feet go up or are they still making contact with the ground? I think people should keep their feet on the ground yeah. and bend their knees is the key. <laughs> right. That's yeah. the ultimate like dialed in baptism <laughs> pure technique guys this i'm not sounds, talking about spiritual matters this pure sounds technique. like the olympics when like you're watching the divers and they're like oh too much of a splash you know <laughs> yeah exactly exactly oh they left the 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 nose didn't the, right. the nose and chin didn't submerge okay. does it count that now you've sucked me in does okay it count? all right i was trying to get out of this make this more of a holy moment but yeah um getting the entire person under the water is a big deal for me yeah big deal for me too i think you know, I don't know why there's this whole, there's this like um, ancient legend that the knights of King Arthur's court would get baptized, but they mm. would keep their right hand arm out of the water because said everything belongs to God, oh. except this right arm belongs to the king. Oh, I was oh. like, oh, I don't like that. And like for murdering and st- like for yeah. killing, yeah. not murdering. I don't like killing. that. Yeah. I think you, your whole, your whole self belongs yes. to Jesus. So I'm dunking your whole self. If there's any party that's not under the water, we're going to go back. We're, wow. we're going back for round two. So, yeah, yeah, we're going to dunk you. Yeah, if your nose is popping out, that sniffer is is uh, that sniffer is of the devil. Oh, <laughs> Which boy. is not true at all. Oh. But uh, that's pretty funny. Fun. But it is the, the it's so it's what's not cool. Just watching people be submerged in water. Yeah. You can go right. to a yeah. public pool <laughs> or the sure. beach and watch people be submerged yeah, in water. For sure. It's cool to hear a bit of their story, yep. to see their face, even at the beach, if you don't get to hear like all their story to see yeah. their face, like afterwards yeah. and their families and hugging them. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. There's just something beautiful that about public that moment. Proclamation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved art bets yesterday. Who's become a dear yes. friend of mine. And He's art cool just guy. said, um, you know, I was addicted to drugs and alcohol no one could change me. And he starts listing people that tried to help change him. Yeah, that and was cool. It was Jesus that changed me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whoa. 
Yeah. What what a display of God's power. Yeah. 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 That was incredible. That was really incredible. And I could actually, that was one of the moments where I could actually kind of hear what he was saying. And I was stoked. Mm. I was in this weird spot where I couldn't like really hear (laughs) everything everyone was saying, but I could kind of half hear it. Yeah. um, Yeah. It's like weird up on stage sometimes, but which again is why it's like hard for it. It's scary for sometimes for like people going up on that stage that aren't used to it. It's like hard for us and we're used to it. Yeah. I know. I know. Um, but yeah, baptisms were such a highlight. Yeah, really, really, really cool. I know, special. And it's always cool to have like the orchestral instruments up there. These like very uniquely talented people. Mm -hmm. They probably don't get to use those gifts like that often, honestly. Like how often do you get to play your viola on stage, Mm -hmm. you know, somewhere? And so it's like so cool and they do such a good job. Yep. And I like that it's like, it kind of rounds out our multi-generational mm-hmm. thing on stage, yeah. um, which is a good thing too, I think for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was just a great, great Easter Sunday. Yeah. Absolutely. I went home, just thought, oh, God is good. Yes. <laughs> me too. I went home and thought, God is good. And now I must go to sleep. <laughs> we tired. A little Sabbath time. <laughs> so tired. Yeah. Uh, we enjoyed. Oh, let's talk about sort of like um, Easter traditions yeah. outside of like just church service. Yeah, kind what of we stuff. do in the, the larger family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause I, <laughs> my dad's like super funny. So like my mm-hmm. dad came to church on Sunday Yeah. Um, and he's in the front row. And before I could get off the stage to like even say hi to him, like and give him a hug, he was gone. <laughs> where'd he go he's like my dad's like the guy that um and this is like other people would be all mad about this but like i mean he is leaving the game with two you know oh yeah three minutes left in the hockey game right he's leaving in the eighth inning whatever he's always like trying to get out of the parking lot early yeah so i think that's what it was it was just like benediction and he said be like tried to give him a hug and he was like i'm out bye (laughs) That was cool though that he came. No, it's amazing that he came. It's just that's just like a funny thing. So he was just out, and I think he was like hanging out with friends. Yeah. (laughs) So, so then, uh, and then B's parents live a little bit far away Mm -hmm. um, for us, just like to go for the afternoon. Yeah. And um, so we had uh, just our little family of four Mm -hmm. plus uh, Grace's boyfriend over, Mm -hmm. and we had this like epic charcuterie board. Oh, it was like so that was kind of like semi easy to yeah. just with how tired like we all were feeling sure, yeah. and so we just did that enjoyed that and then played a board game and then i conked out that's awesome yeah that's so it was good, good good sabbath easter yeah yeah huh. you guys have some big family you guys yeah your so family's far away we jetted up actually um, oh yeah you spent some time a right day right. and a half up to uh, northern california to that's see right. my mom and dad and i have a sister and her husband and kids are uh serving in indonesia oh yeah um, as missionaries and so they're actually home right now. And so I got to go up and see them and been about yeah. a year since we saw them. So that was super cool. Yeah. And then my sister actually made a stations of the cross, which I want to do here next year. Oh. I know that's kind of a little bit more of the Catholic tradition. Yeah, but, I think um, it's like Lent. It's like something that's healthy. Yeah, you know, but, the way we talked about Lent last week. I right. Think it's a, yeah. You can redeem it and not make it well, so. Not redeem. I think redeem it is too strong. I'm, gonna, I'm sorry. I'm pushing back on you. No, tell me what you think. Uh, well, I just think, I don't think it's a bad thing. It has to be like, I just think it's like these things have become like legalist, like they become when they become requirements almost, or they become absolute truth, right? Then they're wrong. If it's a helpful tool to help you connect with, like with just Jesus himself. Perfect. Then great. So sorry. No, you said it. You said it exactly how I I want to say it. So, so yeah, we did station of the cross. My sister set it up and we just kind of went through that as a family. It was so cool. Mm. And so, and then um, yesterday back here, um, in the afternoon, we hung out with uh, Marie's parents and uh, my sister, my other sister and her uh, husband. And my sister's having twins, which is really cool. So uh-huh. we're excited for them. And, and we did an Easter egg hunt. So I still have little kids. So yeah. we hid eggs. <laughs> this is, I don't know if you remember doing this. We count all the eggs that we hide so that we know when they're all back. Genius. So yeah, that's the German and my wife. So we had 150 eggs. We had 146 come back. So there's four that are just out there in the universe somewhere. Wait, are these plastic eggs? Plastic eggs. Okay, okay. Then, yeah. you're, then you're good. <laughs> if it's a hard-boiled no, egg no, that and be, that thing's rotten out that there. That would be rough. We would find those. <laughs> yeah, we'd, we would smell those. So somewhere. Is this just in the yard? Yeah. Wait, wait I forget. I, I'm sorry. I was totally paying attention. <laughs> 
Was this at your house or at your in-laws' house? In-laws' house. Okay, yeah, in-laws' yep. house. Yep. Yes. So okay, yeah. Okay. So there's that's a few. Good. There's a few eggs that are still out there that will be found in the next few months. That's kind of fun when those get found. Yeah, though. that's true. Yeah, in July or whatever. Someone's like, <laughs> "Look, I found it." melted <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah we had, uh, we had a great day um, so good i just love easter i i would say uh rank holidays you had to like force rank them Ooh. i think easter's number one <gasps> then christmas then thanksgiving i think that's probably the, those are the big three those are the big three i can't believe and then i'm gonna say mother's day just uh, like i love my mom <laughs> i love my mom and then I don't know. Then from there, it's kind of a mix, mixed Mother, match. Mother's Day 4th is the most Matt known answer I have ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> that is so not true. There's no way in a million years you're like, oh, yeah, you know what I'm looking forward to next? Not 4th of July, not my birthday, but Mother's Day. I love my mom. I love my mom. <laughs> uh, um, Do you think Mother's Day is about your mom still or is it about Marie? So that's tricky because <laughs> it's both. Okay. It is both. Yes. Although now my kids are just getting the age where they can start doing stuff for mom. Yeah. So that's going to help out. Yeah. But early on. Yeah. I'm doing it all. My dad gets a like day before <laughs> Father's Day text. Yeah. No, just kidding. <laughs> hey, happy No, we, I take him out usually beforehand so that Father's Day is like yes. for me. Kind of situation. Well, you have your Friday thing too, which is great. My Friday thing with your dad. Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, okay. Then you have all the other holidays: Fourth of July, Flag Day. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween's probably up there. for Halloween's some. pretty fun. I don't know. I'm always kind of stressed. We, for I'm us, it's stressed. like work. Yeah, because it's like like the night we have yeah, to be here and be at work. Exactly. <laughs> uh, New I, Year's although Day. I guess all the like spiritual holidays are work for us. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I would say Easter over Christmas. I just. I love Easter. I love the gathering of people. I love the joy. It's really great. Man. So you know that I just wholeheartedly I know you love Christmas. Christmas Christmas. is just epic. Now, if I had to rate them based on their significance. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, I think Easter wins. Yeah. And then, um, you know, it's so hard because then you have all these. You have a billion things you could say without... This, you couldn't have Easter. Like, without True. Jesus being born, you can't have True. his death and resurrection. True. Right? Or, like, uh, I, then you get into, like, all the Jewish feasts. And, like, if God didn't preserve the Jewish people through Hanukkah and the Feast of Dedication, then Jesus wouldn't have been born as, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I think that's right. getting a little too far with right. it, in my opinion. Well, you said last week, this was kind of key. Christmas, we have this preparation. We have this month to mm-hmm. think about it. Mm-hmm. Easter, sometimes it kind of sneaks up, right? Mm-hmm. So... Especially if you don't have little kids. I think if you have little kids, you're thinking about the eggs and like that, like they're in school and they're kind of like doing stuff like that maybe. Right. But like, I don't know. I, it sneaks up Mm -hmm. on, it would sneak up on me culturally. Mm -hmm. Not like, because we work at a church, it's a little different. Right. Yeah. But I'm not like hearing about it all the time. There's not Easter yeah. music playing on the radio. No. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, that'd be Hear cool. Hear the bells ring, ding, 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 ding. Yes. Dude, we had that Keith Green song playing like in the pre-service. Oh, yeah. Music. And then like a couple of people were like, ugh. Like, why is this play? And I'm like, because it's awesome. It is. Yes. I it, love it that was song. Funny to like because him. he lives. <laughs> That's a different I'll song. Face tomorrow. I'm just thinking of Easter songs. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. Because he lives. What a legendary song. <laughs> <laughs> For so many reasons. Um, so, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah. So that's your favorite, your favorite holiday. Easter. Easter. Do you guys do ham and stuff like that? Yeah. Okay. I do miss like ham because we are kind of like a little non-traditional in our yeah. house because we don't. It's a little, I don't know. I think okay. when you don't have like a big extended family around. Yeah, like that's, a, a ham. that's a lot to prepare. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just like it'd be a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, but I do like, I like my favorite part of a ham is the leftovers. Yeah. So even if you don't host, sometimes you don't get the leftovers, yeah, right? that's true. But like, I love having like little ham sandwiches mm-hmm. the next day. Or, Hawaiian rolls. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly that. So anyway. Um, <laughs> all right. So Easter was good. We had like the good so Friday good. service. We had Passover yeah. Seder, yeah. which all was like pretty awesome. And How did that, would that impact you anymore since you had just been in Israel or kind of similar or? Yeah. I mean, I wholeheartedly think that everyone should celebrate Passover in some way. Like even if just in your own home you do. And I mean, all, yeah. all Christians like doing a Christian 
with a, a version of the Passover Seder that recognizes Jesus as the Messiah that you've been waiting we for. We should have some link that we can offer for people that they could like download something to do. Yeah, that's true. We totally could do that. So yeah, there's like, there's definitely like good resources out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, it's, it's pretty awesome. Like just, mm-hmm. it really helps you. What my biggest thing is like, whenever we do the Passover Seder and then the next night we always have Good Friday, mm-hmm. right? And and you're taking communion at the Good Friday service. Yeah. And in my mind was just everything about the Passover oh. meal and how Jesus was taking these moments yeah. in the Passover meal, this bread that was being, you know, this this very special piece of bread that was, that in every Passover Seder is um, taken from like this compartment, this yes. middle compartment of three compartments yes. that's called the unity. This thing's called the unity, but has three compartments. So three in one, get it people, Trinity. Mm-hmm. And then the middle one is taken out, broken in half, wrapped in a white linen cloth and then hidden away yeah. and then brought back out on the third like movement <laughs> of the, of the Seder, which is each cup is a movement. There's four cups. Right. And uh, it's just like so incredible. And then Jesus takes that piece of bread, breaks it, passes it out to his disciples and says, this is my body yeah. given for you. Yeah. That's what we're doing. When Amazing. we take communion, that's what we're doing. And then it's the third cup, which is the cup of redemption. redemption. Yeah. It's literally called the cup of redemption that redeems you. God redeeming his people from their bondage to slavery. And so now from our bondage to sin, Jesus redeems us through his shed blood. There's a new covenant Jeremiah speaks to uh-huh. that then first Corinthians speaks into where it's this. And I think the Matthew account too, of the last supper, that this is a new covenant in my blood. And now, and then so that we drink this in remembrance of him. It's beautiful. And it's that yeah. during that third cup of the Seder, which that is when Jesus passed out that cup to his disciples and they all drank of that wine together. And so then, I don't know, it's just all really fresh in your mind. And then you go to the good Friday service and do that. And it was really cool. And you say, you kind of learn these Hebrew prayers that are like what, cause it says in the, what it says in like the, I think in the Matthew and the first Corinthians accounts of the last supper is it says, um, it says Jesus, he first, he gave thanks Mm -hmm. And then they, they ate the bread and mm-hmm. the give thanks is like this blessing that they pray every time that they like, every time you do something, you pray this blessing, mm-hmm. and then like with the wine, it's blessed are you Lord, our God, King of the universe who brings forth the fruit of the vine. Yeah. And so like, that's where it says like, he gives thanks. It's like, oh, that's so what good. he was doing is he's yeah. praying that same prayer. Yeah. And this year was the 3,450 something, I forget the exact, Mm. Passover celebrated since that first Exodus Passover. Wow. Wow. I know. And like, you think about a longstanding tradition. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, a lot longer people are eating ham on Easter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So true. And uh, Uh, so it's really cool. I love that that goes right into Good Friday. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, exactly. This was so interesting this year. And maybe it's been like this before, but I just kind of was aware of it this year is that Passover and Easter weekend and Ramadan, which is April 1st through May 1st. Yeah all kind of landed within the same, same kind of week. zone. And that yeah. ha- I think that happens from time to time, but yeah. I was really aware of it this year. And, uh, and just thinking, oh, you know, Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth and life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Like Jesus is the answer. And yet this is such a holy time for the whole world, right? Yeah. Like people trying to purify themselves on their own, trying to do the right thing, trying to make up for their sins, atone. And yet here it all culminates in Jesus. Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah I... I I long for our Jewish friends and our, our, our Muslim, you know, friends to just see ultimately that what they're trying for is fulfilled and, yeah. and what we celebrate through Easter. Right. Yep. So that's what you got to see. Exactly. It's Passover Seder connected. Exactly. We had last exactly. year, um, last year, one of our kids was on a team with, um, about six Jewish families. And so yeah. I was trying to learn some terms to like say to them like happy Passover, but like say uh, it yeah. like in a kind of yeah, more yeah, Jewish yeah. way. And, and I was asking like, what are you doing for Passover? And they're like, Oh, you know, we go to this people's house and, none of them really seem like that into it or that excited about uh-huh. it. It's like, Oh, like how cool as believers, we get to see all the connections that take place. Yes. In it, so. Yes. Not just a ritual. Yeah. It kind of becomes like rote and yeah. it's like a thing you got to do, right. you know, for some people, which is kind of how church stuff is for sure. some people yeah, too, totally. unfortunately. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, but that's such a beautiful picture. I love that. So yeah, we had a great 
week of just mm. celebrating what God has done. And so, yeah, we celebrated Matt Dunn's favorite holiday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and then, Next up, Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Are you really that selfless that you'd put Mother's Day ahead of Father's Day? Yeah. Like I, you have more fun on Mother's Day than you do on Father's Day. Oh, I don't. If I'm going to get myself in trouble with anything I say right okay, now. Okay, no, here, I'll, I'll go first. Okay. I have way more fun on Father's Day than Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Am I just a bad person? No, I think for me, uh, my personality, the pressure is, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? And I'm like, I don't know. Uh, on Father's Day, like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. What's your, what, do you have like a place that you really like to celebrate at? Because you don't, huh? I think that's, maybe that's one of my issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm around people so much that actually, honestly... <laughs> By myself, I would be to go watch a movie by myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, like, so, like, Father's Day, especially when I had little kids, yeah, it was like, hey, guess what, everybody? This afternoon, dad's choosing what we do. Like, we're, yeah. I'm like watching whatever I want to watch right. on TV, and I'm just gonna chillax and I don't have to do the chores, yeah, like the, the normal kind of right. family chores that we yeah. all kind of help with every day. Now it's like a little easier this year. We have this joke, Ella and I, though, because every once in a while, like every three or four years or something, or several years. Ella's birthday lines up is on Father's Day, oh. and this year it is. It is yes. And it is <laughs> now. Uh, so like I always like mess. We like mess with each other. I'm like, gosh, you always like taking over my holiday. This is my day. <laughs> you have a birth, you know, whatever. I only get my Father's Day like every once in a while. <laughs> but it's fun to like kind of sass about that. Uh, that's great. All right, we got to figure out your place to celebrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. What's your favorite food? Probably going to a, I'd love to go to a baseball game. That would be fun. Oh yeah. Um, or out to eat. Out to eat would be nice. But yeah. Father's Day, like Mother's Day and like all holidays, it's just super busy out wherever you go on that particular day. That's true. But, uh, but man, if there was a Sunday afternoon baseball game on that day. Yeah, that'd be nice. And you could go to it. That'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be good. What some, if the A's were some, in town? Someone looked that up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We'll get we'll get our one of our producers over here in the side of the room. Oh, Producer wait. Jordan Cranda. I know. Yeah, that's the thing. Everybody, we wanted to let you know that Jordan Cranda is the new producer of this podcast, and he is amazing. So if you don't like anything we say, just blame him for not editing it out. Yes. I think Natalie, so Natalie Comstock used to be She couldn't handle it anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was too it was too much pressure. She caved under the pressure. <laughs> no, um, she uh, she's the voice that you hear at the beginning and end of the podcast. Okay, and I think she though would edit us a little bit harder, maybe. Right, I'm not sure. We'll see how Jordan it, when he comes in with a the, heavy hand. The, the rabbit trail <laughs> wouldn't become a hole; it would just stop <laughs> at some point, right? <laughs> I think though, more often Natalie would want to edit us, and then she just wouldn't. Though she'd feel bad. Yeah. Okay. All but, right. So Jordan's doing an awesome job. Yep. Here's the thing, Jordan can do so many things yeah it's crazy very, very talented man yes he can preach he can preach he's like deep theologically he has yep. like intense theological training yep he's like one of the best photographers i feel like i've ever seen yeah. like he does he takes such he good got some, pictures if you go on our facebook page instagram he did some great shots of easter right yes mm -hmm. yes incredible the pictures of those people coming out of the water yeah. at baptism they're just yep. like amazing or do you think the do you think there's one and of then, the drums getting soaked <laughs> I don't know, but I'll I wonder if that's on the live look. stream. I'll have to go back and look. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was one of the like full-grown men. I don't know. Okay. And then it was a taller guy, I think, because okay. it was like his body went closer to the edge. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, and so then, yeah. So Jordan. just stoked on Jordan. Yeah, Jordan's yep. doing a great job, and he's a man of many talents. Yep. He makes videos, stuff yep. like that too. Yep. So, um. He he's also a Lakers fan. He's a big Lakers fan. He's a very big <laughs> Lakers fan. So he's probably sad right now. Oh yeah, it's kind of brutal. So Lakers are not in the playoffs. I'm a total like I love the Lakers, but I'm like only a playoff NBA fan. Yeah, and so like I feel like that kind of makes you a fair weather fan. Yeah, but like I don't know. I just can't. I don't have the patience to watch the regular season of it's NBA. It's a lot of games, a lot yeah. of time. Yeah. yeah, and then think about it. That's half the amount of games that baseball plays. <laughs> oh, I see where this is going. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't mean to do that, but it's true. Yeah, baseball is a lot of games. Do you think, I have a serious question for you here. Yeah. Okay. Do you think baseball would be better if it was an only an 81 game season like 
like the NBA and hockey. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I do too, honestly. Yeah. Now, I know they'd never do it because of money, mm-hmm. right? It's just straight money. Yeah. But, like, how much more would you be stoked on every game would matter? Yeah, I think they'd almost maybe get more fans because people would be like, oh, there's only 40 home games to go to. Yep, yep. Versus 81 home games to go to. Yeah, that was what was, I think I said this. I might have said this last week. Sorry, but I know I said I went to that opening night game. But yeah. what was funny, it was like, oh, yeah, opening night. It was like took like 45 minutes to get out of the stadium because yeah. it's just like. Everyone was there, yeah. Yeah, but whenever it's like a random tuesday in july it's right. like not crowded right yeah that's <laughs> well true. at the angels it's not yeah <laughs> or at the a's probably yeah, <laughs> totally. unless you're like a yankees red sox fan or something yeah but yeah it, it, it's tough to follow sports daily day in and day out it's a, it's a big commitment yeah yeah exactly so soccer now do you think people think that about church <laughs> they're like it's tough to follow tough to follow church sunday to sunday so i just kind of come for the big games like easter yeah probably <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a playoff christian yeah. i just come for christmas and easter and <laughs> maybe the occasional like sunday when you know i happen to wake up at seven right we only have like 50 something games <laughs> what if we reduce the sundays yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you guys should reduce your season to 16 like there's 17 like the nfl well, the um, beauty, and I'm sure there's like even some sports fans will say the same thing. The beauty of going day, day, week in and week out to church is just living life. You're not remember every meal, like we've said, but you're nourished, you're fed, you're encouraged, yeah. you're able to build up and encourage other people. Yeah. So probably in a very minuscule way, that's how sports fans are too. Like the day in and day out of watching your yeah guys get better or struggle or that kind of yeah. stuff people enjoy. Yeah. You know how that guy does against lefties yeah. or whatever, you know, <laughs> right. I don't know that yeah. kind of stuff, but it's like, um, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, here comes, here comes Eric. I know how he does against, uh, would be your scouting report. You know. preaching. <laughs> Here's Matt, and Matt Dillon's really good at Philippians, but he struggles yeah. in the old Testament. Exactly. Eric gets a little overly excited during <laughs> Christmas and swings too hard. <laughs> Prone to lawn slumps. <laughs> Play, exactly he's a tough he plays injured, he plays injured. <laughs> but uh yeah yeah did i play injured with my um yeah, with my throat oh, issues oh yeah you've had uh, <laughs> man i feel for you man oh you've, no, you've no definitely no. had some injuries this here last we, year here we go guys matt down being too nice <laughs> you've had slain actually i put my arm on your show i'm like slings. that was a happy easter and i like patted your shoulder hard and i was like oh sorry i know it actually it's fine for you to do that <laughs> but it also scares me a little bit. <laughs> like you get kind of like yeah, a little PTSD. Like, yeah, exactly. Which I've been like PTSD on my bike rides a little bit, yeah, honestly. Like no I've, doubt. I've been scared of people swerving into me and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm like out there doing long rides again. Yep, you're getting ready, huh? Yeah. This this Friday, I've got an 80 miler. <laughs> so that's where, and then I'm, I think I'm running 16 on Saturday. So oh, like wow. my, my long ride and runs are getting pretty long. Dude, so. do you need like a buddy for like two miles of that? Of my run? Sure. I could run. I could easily run to your house huh. or I could meet you. Um, wait, how could, far are you from that? I like, could do like a park. Trip? I could do like a Forrest Gump move, like just run with you for a mile and then peel off. <laughs> and we could have 16 different people. <laughs> no, but you've actually said you like doing solo because you listen to your music and you kind of just get in the zone. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. I so do. no one asked to run with Eric. I wouldn't mind if you want to run with me. I'm not saying I want to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, uh, so we're gonna wrap this one up. Yep. But next week, let's yeah. give a little preview. Yeah. So Matthew week. Matthew twenty eight talks about joy, right? In yes. the resurrection account, the women are um, fearful, but they're also full of excitement and joy. Yes. And then the angel has joy. Yes. In telling them the tomb is empty. Yes. And that leads to God joy. <laughs> That's right. It does. Because God's joy is a different kind of joy that should give you strength mm-hmm. when you're suffering and it also frees you up from your guilt yeah so it helps you with that stuff and i think like a lot of people do struggle with that we mm-hmm. struggle with guilt we struggle with like suffering and like what do i do with this yeah and it's like so anyway joy is this thing and it is like everybody probably knows by now like yeah yeah eric's eric's written a book on god joy and it's going to yeah. be available though this, this sunday sunday yep. yes this i have a copy sunday. in my hands right here yeah so excited about that and We'll be talking about it. And I keep emphasizing, I just want to like overly emphasize that I'm not getting any money. No money for me. My my good friend, when I posted about it, this buddy of mine named Dave, uh-huh. he just sent me a text that said, you're a terrible businessman. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 
Oh, wait, no, it might have been Justin Andreessen, actually. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's funny. Good old Justin. <laughs> or Dave. But, no, yeah. but I appreciate yeah. you um, telling us that because yeah. Yeah. I do think that there is, and this is not to ridicule any pastors, leaders who have sold books for profit, yeah, yeah. but I think there's always this thing of like, why are we talking about this? Is it some you know, financial gain and, you know, your point is you want this message to get out Yes, and any proceeds will go towards the mission that we're really passionate about, which is serving refugees in Europe. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. So even as we continue to talk about it, it is, it's not for some sort of selfish gain or something like that. Like, and I do, like, I want people to hear about it because I want them to read it because I really Mm -hmm. think it's good and I think it's helpful for them. Mm -hmm. It's been a message that's been kind of burning in me for years yeah like six years or something yeah i've been working on it for a long time and then finally got kind of extra serious about it to yeah. crank it out and finish it that's so, great yeah so we're gonna talk about that next um that's our next series yeah our next, coming like, up this sunday weeks? in six weeks yep yeah six week series talking about joy god yeah joy. god mm-hmm. joy so joy in like what's the deal with like joy and guilt joy and suffering there's like a thing about community and joy like how do we experience joy in yeah. community uh what do we what's like kind of joy in all seasons what about yeah. like in these ups and downs of life yeah. not just suffering but kind of like in the ups and downs of life right and then in the ordinary even yeah 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 and then uh mm. I actually have a prescription for joy mm. so um I'm looking forward to talking about that because cool. It's time for us all to start throwing a party and starting a new holiday. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, speaking of holidays, that could be added to our list. That might actually go ahead of Mother's Day for me. Oh, my God. I can't believe I didn't. I, oh, my goodness. I can't believe I didn't think of that. Eight ten day, baby. Eight ten days above Mother's Day. <laughs> August 10th. Eat the fat. Drink the sweet. You'll find out more. I'm sure you already know about it, though. But, uh, okay. Cool. This thanks, guys. Good. We genuinely appreciate you sticking around with us on these weekly journeys. It's fun. Yeah, it's really fun. And so we want to thank you all for listening to the Calvary Life Podcast. And, and thank we, you to our producer. Yes, Jordan Cranda, producer of the Calvary Life Podcast. And our writers. <laughs> our writers. Eric Wickling and Matt Doan, staff writers for the Calvary Life Podcast. And then Natalie Comstock, the voice of the intro and outro of the podcast. And Josh Wathen wrote the theme music. Okay, <laughs> we're just messing around. That's all true, but that's weird. <laughs> oh, email us, though, because guess what? When I checked my computer, no emails. My, You're just hearing my heart shatter. I keep hearing about all these people that say, oh, we love it. We love listening to the podcast. And then they don't email us, and it feels mean. It does. It feels like you're ignoring us. It hurts our feelings. It does. If you guys, I'm going to post at some point, too. There's like a post. There's a picture of Matt Doan, and it's like a meme that says Matt Doan's disappointed in you. <laughs> And it's like Matt with this like sad face uh, and it's a really funny um, picture. So I'm going to post that this week and you have to email podcast at calvarylife.org and ask us a question or something to but, give us some joy. Yes. Oh, it would fill my heart with such joy. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for listening to the Calvary Life podcast. Thanks again for listening to the Calvary Life podcast. If you'd like to share any of your thoughts, please reach out to us at podcast at calvarylife.org. You can find out more about the show on Instagram at Calvary Life or on our website at calvarylife.org slash podcast.